Welcome to the Ivy Church podcast. Hello, Ivy Church. Hello, Ivy Church. Welcome to Ivy Church. For more podcasts and information about Ivy Church, go to ivychurch.org. Happy Easter! Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. See, we love that. I love that we get to celebrate Easter today. And I think if you're a Christian, you're going to know what I mean. This is the time when all across the world, Christians all across the world, different kinds of traditions of religious worship or or what it looks like to sing or different languages, we're all celebrating together the fact that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And he proved it because he, he came to earth at Christmas. He lived among us and did all kinds of miracles and left the greatest teaching that anybody ever taught. He transformed lives. He he gave just hope to people who were hopeless. He gave life from the dead. He even resurrected other people. But he said, you know what? They're going to kill me. They're going to put me on a cross and I'm going to die. I'll be betrayed. He predicted it all in advance. But on the third day, I'm going to rise again. And then he did it. And that's why we're here. That's why we celebrate Easter today. I love Easter. I never used to really understand Easter, what it was about. When I wasn't a, a Jesus follower, you know, obviously I'd heard when I was a kid about Easter, but for me, I had the same excitement as everybody else. Chocolate. That was all it was about. More chocolate, more eggs. You know, we didn't, I don't think in those days we got as many eggs as they seem to offer these days, and it certainly didn't start so early. But, you know, straight away, we start to link Easter with all kinds of other things, if we're not careful, than what it's all about. And I certainly had done that. I, didn't, I just saw it as a bank holiday, you know, a time when we could have a little bit more time, maybe a bit more time down the pub or whatever else you wanted to do with your mates. Maybe there's some sporting fixtures, fixtures that are on, all of that. So it was a good thing. But for me, it wasn't a God thing. I didn't connect I didn't join the dots with what God was actually doing with Easter. I just had some idea and some framework. But to me, you know, it was, it was okay. And as a kid, it was okay. It wasn't as good as Christmas. But now I think I realise that without Easter, Christmas doesn't make any sense. Without the good news that Jesus grew up, that he wasn't just a baby who was God with us, which is amazing, but that he lived with us and then he died for us in our place and now he's alive so that when he died, we can die to our old life. We can die to our past life. We can die to our sins. We can die to whatever used to hold us back and all those chains that used to bind us. We can all die to those things. And because he died and rose again, we can rise to new life too. We can be a new creation. Anybody, whatever we've done in the past, we've got a future. We've got hope today because of Easter. It's the most exciting thing. It's the most amazing thing to know. Jesus isn't just some religious teacher who's going to give us a list of things to try our best to do. In the end, we're all going to fail at because nobody's perfect but him. No, Jesus is the Son of God and he died and rose again so that he would be our forgiver and our friend, so that he would be our leader and our companion through life, all of life, in, even to the very end, which is just the new beginning, because Easter is really the day that death began to die. Death hasn't completely died, 
because people we know and love still die. But when they do, we can now bury them in hope because Jesus, the Bible says, is the first fruits of those uh, who are going to be resurrected. It's like the, the fact that we can see his resurrection will help us to be able to believe that we will be resurrected when we die. That the people that we love and, and have entrusted to him and who trusted in his love and in, put in their life have put their life into his life, they'll receive everlasting life too. That's why Easter is just the greatest and we don't ever want to forget that we want to make sure when we're singing today we're doing it with hearts that are just so full of love and gratitude for what God has got and done for us and if you've not yet received this good news for yourself today's the day today's just going to be it's the greatest day in history that we're remembering and the greatest day in your life will be the day that you say I want to put my trust in Jesus Lord, I want to turn away from my old sins and my old life. I want to trust that you've forgiven me and that you love me and that you proved it on the cross on Good Friday. But I also want to, to, um, to, to be transformed by your power. Because the Bible says the same power that raised Jesus from the dead is now at work in you and me to be able to change us and to change anything. Prayer works. He's right there with you. Jesus is there with you now by his Spirit. And he wants to connect with you and meet with you, just like he did. And we're going to read about it now with some of his friends. When they were so down, when they were so down, they were just about out on the road to Emmaus. See, the Easter stories is the one message that can bring lasting hope for anybody and everybody. Even those, you could be somebody who's dealing at the moment with the, the, the deepest grief, with the utmost devastation the death burial and resurrection of Jesus that's what Easter's all about it happened over three days to show in some way what life can be like for all of us in summary over one particular weekend Friday was the day of suffering the day of pain the day of agony maybe you've had days maybe months even years that have been like Friday it, you're like why would they call it Good Friday it was so bad Saturday was the day the long day the longest day the day of waiting the day of, of yearning the day when hope was just fading away the day of doubt the day of worry the day of confusion the day of fear maybe you've had a day like that maybe you've had a week like that maybe you've had years like that and it's just like you're waiting on something and it's like Saturday and it's just confused and you don't know what it is. Well, well, God can meet you on the Friday. And God can meet you on the Saturday because he came back to life. Jesus came back to life to meet his friends on the Sunday. Because Easter Sunday was the day of hope and joy and victory. Let me say that again. Easter Sunday, Easter day, was the day of hope and joy and victory that's what we celebrate today the Easter blessings of hope of joy and victory are all yours and are all mine so we're going to read about these travelers on the road to Emmaus Luke chapter 24 beginning at verse 13 says now that same day which is the, the Easter day Jesus has already begun to appear to one or two of his friends Two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem. They were talking with each other about everything that had happened 
As they talked and discussed these things with each other, Jesus himself came up and walked along with them, but they were kept from recognising them. Jesus is walking along with them. Now, sometimes, you see, when people meet Jesus, it's like the famous story of Paul on the road to Damascus. He suddenly has this road to Damascus experience, literally, where Jesus appears, and he's like, he's got no choice. He's like, wow, amazing. You really are the Son of God and I've been persecuting you. I'm so sorry for my sins and give me a fresh start and a new life. And, and he's given a new, this, this climactic moment that changes everything. Some people, that's your story. You can point to it and say, there was a day, there was a time when I realised who Jesus was and it was so dramatic. But there's another way that Jesus comes. And maybe, you know, in your life so far, you might not even realise it, Jesus has been sneaking up on you. As you've been walking through life, and even as you've been discussing and walking it out together with other people like these people are, processing your life, what's gone right and what's gone wrong and what does it all mean? What if Jesus is walking alongside you in all of that? As you're talking about your life and as you're wondering about your life, as you're wandering through your life, Jesus is coming and walking alongside of you, but you've just not recognised it yet. But today, Easter Day could be the day when that happens. He asked them, what are you discussing together as you walk along? See, Jesus is interested in your questions. He wants to know what's bothering you, what's worrying you. You can talk to him about anything. They stood still, their faces downcast. One of them, named Cleopas, asked him, are you the only one visiting Jerusalem who doesn't know the things that have happened there in these days? He's like, you know, don't you read the news? <laughs> Can't believe that you've not heard what's happened. What things? Jesus asked. About Jesus of Nazareth. Now you've got to realise, last time they saw Jesus, he was arrested, he was betrayed, he was beaten, he was brutalised. He was smashed to pieces as he went on the cross. He was whipped, he was flogged, he was covered in blood. He was weak, he was dehydrated, he was hurting, he was weak. But now this person who's standing before them is not like that. This is the same person, but different. Whether he's begun in some way to be glorified and he's receiving that, that kind of, there's the hint of the glorified body that he's going to have in heaven, I don't know. But one thing I know is he's got the scars, but not the wounds. He, the, the scars are still there. If they look closely at his hands and at his feet, they're going to see something different, but they're not. They're looking into his face and they're talking to him. And they're not recognising yet who he is. Because as I say, last time his beard would have been matted with blood and he would have had his face distended. When I was in the police, I saw people beaten. I once got really badly beaten up myself and had my nose broken, my eyes all, all came out massive and black and bruised. It's horrible. You know, you can see people and literally your own mum wouldn't recognise you. So it's no wonder these guys don't recognise Jesus when he's standing there in front of them now. He was a prophet, powerful in word and deed before God and all the people. The chief priests and our rulers handed him over to be sentenced to death and they crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one who was going to redeem Israel. We had hoped. Maybe you look back on your life and something's happened and it's like, I used to have hope. I haven't got hope anymore. Easter day is the day you can receive joy and hope and victory. And what's more, it's the third day since all this took place. In addition, some of our women amazed us. They went to the tomb early this morning, but didn't find his body. They came and told us they'd seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. 
Then some of our companions went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but they did not see Jesus. So they've now got something that they know about Jesus, but it's secondhand. Maybe again, that's you. Maybe you don't yet, you've not met Jesus, you don't know Jesus, you know about Jesus. Maybe you've heard Jesus is the saviour of the world and that he died for the sins of the world. You just don't know it means you. You don't know that you can meet with him and have a personal relationship with him. It's secondhand. Today, Easter means you can have a first-hand relationship with God because his name is Jesus Christ. He, Jesus said to them, how foolish you are and how slow to believe all of the prophets have spoken. Are you slow to believe? Some people kind of make it as if it's a clever thing. Uh, you know, that, oh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm one of life's doubters and all that. Well, that's foolish. God's real. God's true. God can do everything. God made the universe and he made you. Be fast to believe him. Be fast to believe good news. Some people end up so slow to believe even good news when they hear it. Did not the Messiah have to suffer these things and then enter his glory? And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he explained to them what was said in all the scriptures concerning himself. Everything in the Old Testament was all pointing to Jesus. And so what he does, he takes them through the Bible and he says, you know this suffering servant in Isaiah? That's the Messiah. You know this one in Genesis who is said that he's going to crush Satan's head? That's the Messiah. He goes through the ram that was the sacrifice, the substitute on the hill instead of Isaac as Abraham was about to draw the knife. That's the Messiah. All of those, all those animals that were being uh, slain in the temple, none of their blood could wash away a single sin. That's pointing to the Messiah. And still they're not seeing it. Still they're not getting it. As they approached the village to which they were going, Jesus continued on as if they were going further. But they urged him strongly, stay with us, for it's nearly evening, the day is almost over. So he went to stay with them. They have this hospitality thing. They want to bring him in. They want to find out more. Maybe you're somebody, in, in, in recent times, you've been wondering about Jesus. You've been wanting to find out about Jesus. Well, contact us. Let us know. We'd love to go on that journey with you. Contact ivychurch.org and info at ivychurch.org and let us know. We'll send you some materials. We'll help you to find out how to find out more about Jesus Christ and how he is the Son of God and how he's come to meet with you. And he can meet with you because he's alive. When he was at the table with them, he took bread, gave thanks, broke it and began to give it to him. Then their eyes were opened and they recognised him and he disappeared from their sight. And then they asked each other, were not our hearts burning within us while he talked with us on the road and opened the scriptures to us? Maybe your heart's burning right now. As you're hearing about this joy, as you're hearing about this hope, as you're hearing about this victory that Jesus won over the grave, something's beating, something's stirring inside of you. Maybe, if that's happening, that's the Holy Spirit. That's the Spirit of God. He's drawing you, he's calling you by name. He wants to show you more and more who Jesus is and who you are and who you can be when your life is connected dynamically with Jesus. See, these travellers on the road to Emmaus were stuck in the Bad Friday. But on Easter day, Jesus came and he met them. He'll meet you where you are and he'll show you himself. You and I are going to face these, these days. Bad Friday, waiting Saturday. But Jesus wants to meet you today and remind you and show you today is Victory Sunday. Today is Easter Sunday. Today is the day that death has been defeated because Jesus defeated death and he shook it off 
and he broke its power for every one of us. You are all, you, you're going to face Fridays in your life. You've probably faced them already. Times when you find yourself asking, how do I get through this? You're going to go through Saturdays, dry times, times of waiting and questioning. Maybe you've asked already, how long can I keep going? How can I keep going? The answer is Jesus. The answer is meeting with Jesus because he is alive. He wants to meet with you like he met with them. He comes to us as we're walking through life and he comes loaded up with blessings. He comes loaded up with peace. He comes to us and he wants to share the table with us. You know in those days, if you shared a table with people, what that said was that you were sharing your life with them. And Jesus scandalised people because he would come and he would share his meals with the broken and the lost and the lonely, with the prostitutes, with the tax collectors and sinners. With all the people you shouldn't hang out with, those were the people Jesus was most drawn to. And he loved them, and they loved him. Jesus wants to come to your house, to be at your table today. Jesus is alive. He wants to meet with you. He's there with you now, and I pray your eyes will be open to be able to see who he really is and to know his presence with you right now. Because if you have Jesus with you, if you know Jesus is with you, if you have Jesus, whatever day it is, you will always have the blessing of hope. If you have Jesus with you, whatever day it is, whatever you go through, you will always have the blessing of joy. If you know Jesus no matter what happens, no matter what day it is, you will always share the victory of Easter Day with him. And you will live as an Easter people. Now, today and forever. Put your hope, put your trust in him. Ask him to forgive your sins, your mistakes, the things that you've got wrong. Say, Lord, I've had questions, I've had doubts. Please help me to not be slow to believe, but to be quick to believe and put my trust in you. And when you do that, He'll take that old life. He'll bury it. He'll take it to the cross first of all and, and kill it together with his, his death. And then he'll bury it in the ground. And all those old stains and all those sins will be rotten and forgotten forever. And then you will emerge with him into a new life. Because if anybody is in Christ, he is a new creation. She is a new creation. The old has gone. And the new has come because of Easter Day. That's our reality. That's our reality when we trust in him. That's your future. And it starts today, on this victory day. Christ is risen. He's risen indeed. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm.